Ladies and gentlemen, it is another episode of the Artist Lounge. It was in Florida because here it's okay to make mistakes. That was a crappy intro. Do that intro again. <laughs> Do that intro again. I did. Okay, so the last one I did with Nate, it was like awkward. He's like, no, just keep it. I was like, whatever. All right, here we go. You got to keep this part, too, that just happened. No, I will. This is happening in real time. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the Florida Artist Lounge. Thank you. You're here with Mike Tuck. I would love to to have you do that and just keep it. I would love it. There it is. That's it. That's 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 the only free one you get. (laughs) It's a wrap. But hey, ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome to the Florida Artist Lounge. It's Mike Tuck, and we are back with... Josh, because there's no one else. Because there's no one else. I I don't. I think we're gonna have a little bit more to dive into because I think you're the only person that I've actually like played with versus yeah. like, everyone else I've talked to. It's just been like, yeah, I'm a big fan. Versus like, I'm a big fan, and we've actually played shows together. I don't think last time you did. At that point, you hadn't yet, right? Yeah, I had not. Yeah. Yeah. And that was more about Joshua Creative, too. So we didn't really... So, yeah. I mean, I think we still touched Edwin. But, yeah. So this and, is, ladies and gentlemen, I put this on Twitter. So you can you can quote me on this. There's a guy. Mm-hmm. He usually posts, like, random music-related questions. And he was like... Uh, or no, it wasn't. It was actually um, one of the guys from Fit for a King. He posted. He was like, "What are what's the band, one of your favorite bands from, from your home? Oh, I saw this. Town? And I was like, Amberlynn. But, but, Dead Wing is a close second. So. I was I was honored. It was only because we paid you. <laughs> no, I've. It was funny enough. I actually don't own any Amberlynn merch. What? I know. But you know them, so that doesn't count. I I would still definitely rather get some free merch. But I guess I have to text. <laughs> I gotta text Steven. Actually, I should text him. So, bro, where's that shirt at? You promised me. I didn't promise you no shirt. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, but yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, it is Dead Wing. So Dead Wing is a dad. Are we still doing? Are we doing Florida Man? Dad Rock is not us. Okay. Dad Rock's not us. That's mm-hmm. Middle Child, man. Okay, I'm sorry. That's I don't okay. know how I got the two mixed up, but we got Florida Our Man, High hardcore. Energy Folk Band from Lakeland, Florida. High Energy Folk. More <laughs> <laughs> of jazz folk fusion. Um, EDM band and from, country western influence, yeah. heavily political. Heavily oh, political, yeah. yes. <laughs> Go Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> <laughs> this nice. is a dream. <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys want to tell about uh, what you guys your role is in the band, and um, yeah, you can plug as much or as little as you want. Yeah, I guess I'll introduce Sean. Uh, yeah, Sean, let's do that. <laughs> so Sean's also with us here. Uh, so it's me and Sean right now. Um, I'm the vocalist. I do all the rars and the the glars and the nats. I don't know what I'm saying. But yeah, I scream into the microphone and yep. uh, do that and some of the, the lyrical writing. And Sean over here, I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, um, I play I play guitar in Dead Wing. I feel like you're really thinking very hard about what you yeah. did. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, Sean I'm is about the band. Delicious. He's going to be very humble. Actually, maybe I should do your intro. No, I, no, I, I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. So I play guitar in Dead Wing. Um, I also have done all the production 
on the newest Deadwing record. It's a new venture that I'm uh, going off on, and it's uh, it's been an awesome journey. So I'd yeah. say that's really about it. And I'm also, I guess, the the meme lord. He is the meme lord. <laughs> and he also sudden, supply the jerseys because I yes. did not. Oh, jersey supplier. And also, you know, Sean just supplies the jerseys. We love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. He does do that. Welcome back to Hap- Pappy's freaking hockey equipment. I got shoulder pads, jerseys. I got skates for you. All your machines. Yeah, I wouldn't use skates in a pit, though. That's, yeah. that's great. It was well, actually, no, Adam Sandler would do it. That's a Happy Gilmore reference. Um, no, so he actually, uh, he also writes a lot of our, our tunes. So, like, a lot of the magical writing is due to this guy right here. Yeah, right, riffs. He's I a like wizard. He is, he is a wizard, Harry. Everything in the writing process in Deadwing starts with a riff. That so. is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like you'd think, well, everyone kind of has their process, but some folks start with like a beat, or you know, lyrics come first. But especially with the oh, core dude, genre. If anything, we 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 do lyrics absolute last. Nope. Yeah. Here, I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, I think it works for us though. It does because like you and I will collaborate on a song idea. You know, or, or bring Dan and Josh in. McCoy, we'll, we'll specify. Yeah, McCoy. We have two Joshes. Yes. So we'll specify. This is Josh, and then we have McCoy. I'm actually McCoy. Joshua. But Joshua. We won't go there. Schwa, okay. uh, if you will. But, yeah, we'll start with a riff and um, <laughs> and then kind of formulate on that. I'll bring the riff to, to Schwa, and uh, he'll tell me if it sucks or if it rules. And I will blatantly say it sucks. Yeah, oh, he will. Yeah, and I will give it to him hard. That's part of the reason why we started the band together is because I could always trust Josh's opinion. Um, he would be brutally honest with me, you know, even if I send him like a full song and he's like, "Yeah, I don't really like it." Oh no, it almost you know? it almost hurt us pretty bad once. Oh was, yeah, yeah. There's was... been a couple times where we, you know, got pissed off at each other, but like, you know, we've known each other for so long now. I mean, it's it's like I made Sean cry. It's all good. I'm no, kidding. I didn't like to cry. Just, don't tell anyone. <laughs> <about> <laughs> <it>. no, <laughs> radio man on the internet. There's no Oscar Mayer in Deadwing. No baloney. No baloney. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of wieners, though. There's a uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. So, yeah, Josh is brutally honest with me. And I just, I just had to show him my cat. Oh, what he's looking Cosmo at. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's brutally That's honest with me. Cosmo. And, um, nice. You know, it, it really helps the writing process because then we end up coming out with what I, at least what I think are really solid songs. So really I'm the magic. Um, and he's just, you know, whatever. He's You're like my editor. And jury. I send him the draft and then he edits it. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good way to put it. You know? so, yeah, definitely. I do some editing for sure. I know I that do. first time we were in the studio. You've got a good sense of songwriting though. I listen to you a lot know? of music. So I think another thing too is we like song structure in our music too. Lots of bony bear. You know, not a lot of like riff salad from like old metalcore and stuff, which was still cool, you know, at the time. But I like having like a song structure. So. Yeah, super important. Yeah. Verily, yeah. I actually did have a question about that. Where do you get the process of like programming drums? Because like me being a drummer, I can't do that, which is kind of sad. Like I would rather play it myself than like. Do you like? Well, we asked. We actually stopped doing program drums. I mean, he does it. Yeah, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but there are not any program drums on this new record. Yeah, but but prior for like the live. 
but for the for the initial EP, yeah, we did use uh, sample drums. You know, well, he does do samples um, for the drafts. You do, yeah, all, for, for all the pre pro, I use I use samples. Um, but yeah, all the all the production final production on the new record is going to be live. You know, um, so I'm really excited to have Dan playing on the record. Um, but for to answer your question though, as far as programming, it took it took years for me to figure it out and do it as fast as I do. Um, He's fast. You really, the biggest advice I can give you is knowing how to divide the beat. So, which Mike, I, I, you know, you're a fantastic drummer and I know you know how to do that, you know? So I think with time, if you just work with it in logic um, and you think about like a fill, break down the fill in your head. Okay. Is it a triplet fill? Is it a 16th notes? Okay. Where are the hits at? So like, think like, um, like your classic metalcore fill with the 16th notes, you know, with symbol on the end, right? Well, you know, you got two hits on the snare, 16th notes, two hits on the bass, 16th notes, and then just divide it up in the measure. And then when you go to play it back, it goes, so I don't know if that helps, but you just broke the code. You know that. Yeah. So literally everyone listening to this right now is like, I'm going to go home and do this exact yeah, same thing. Learn, learn to divide the beat. Listen to a metronome as annoying as it is. I'm doing it right after you know? this call. Yeah. This is a so call. That's, that's how I or write my, my drum beats. <laughs> this podcast call. I mean, we are on zoom right now. No, yeah. Right I feel like that's what everyone's pretty much doing at this point. I think after your second one, everything else has been online. Like I haven't done any others in person. I'm sad. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, also, they're usually pretty far. I know your last, or was it Kindles, and, you know, pretty far from you. That's true. But you've gone up there for hers. Before, right, yeah. But, they, like, I had a couple in London, so it's a little a little far. Yeah, you flew out for those. I was kidding. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Who knows? Wild. Who knows what's going to happen. For mine, you'll have to, you'll have to, I'll be somewhere else probably. For, the, for my uh, fourth or fifth one, I'll be somewhere else. Jacksonville, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, never again. I'm fly to Michigan. <laughs> Uh, just to do this from Michigan, yeah, yeah, just to just to zoom him. Oh, hey, how are you? Hey, Call it from DTW, Mike. What's going <laughs> on? Change, What's new with you? He's gonna change his accent yep. just for that. <laughs> sort of. I'm up here in Michigan, buddy. Bought you a Red Wings hat. Oh gosh, <laughs> got you a Lions shirt too. Figured you could wear it down in Florida. I'm sorry, oh, man. But yeah, so my main thing I wanted to cover with you guys is uh just talking a little bit about shows i mean which obviously now is probably the worst time to talk about shows <laughs> <laughs> oh man those shows that we've been having oh been man insane yeah <laughs> but yeah just i remember like tv shows <laughs> <laughs> those tv shows man we're yep. going on water kenny season nine we've been so on good. disney plus going crazy oh dude we are at home i've cried three times to frozen two already watching it with my daughter <laughs> oh gosh not touching that one it's like cannot relate <laughs> cannot relate yeah. dude it's a tearjerker yeah i don't want to give any spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it elsa does not die i wish you know no, she does not i can't die. get into that i might get canceled um <laughs> Jeez. but but yeah it's like it's been i think the coolest thing about being a part of a band um so dan is the the goat in uh hardcore drumming he's been with i'll call him padre that'll be i'll prefer to him as padre from now on but uh schwa 
Sure. Uh, that does not need to catch on. That's only Sean. Sean's the only person who calls me that. Deshwa. No. No. Um, I guess it's better. It's better than my college nickname. So we'll see. Yeah. We won't say it on this podcast. Um, but yeah, every um every group that that, that those two have been in together. So it's nice to be able to fill in. The, yeah, the I. Uh, this is what the third band that you've been in with Dan. All of my bands I've always been in that have actually done something have been with Dan. So that means this this falls together or falls. Anyways, um, yeah, it's just yeah, I, I've enjoyed doing music with him. Him and I have always meshed really well. We get we're usually on the same page, and it's always worked out. And so yeah, it's been it's been great. Having, solid musician. He's such one of the most underrated drummers in our area, hands down. You can ask Josh when we started this whole thing well restarted this whole thing we yeah get into that but well we talk, i think we talked about that one yeah um i was very spoiled about who i wanted to play drums yeah extremely i told josh i'm like we need to get dan that's it i don't want any other drummer i want dan dan and this was before i knew you mike this was before i knew you to be fair <laughs> <laughs> Because I love you and I love that I've been able to share a stage with you. But um, yeah, at the time, yeah, Dan was the only person that I wanted behind the kit for writing and shows and stuff. He was the best was, drummer that I knew. And, you know, it wasn't easy to get him on board either. No, it wasn't. No, he was kind of, he was doing another band for those who don't know. The, our last yeah, band, Chris. he took over. Well, yeah, I forgot. He was doing Chris Body yeah, at the time. That's, that's right. Cool. So it was a death metal band that he was in. Um, and McCoy. And McCoy. And McCoy. And McCoy, yeah. Um, which is our bass player now, but he was the vocalist of that band. It was a really good band, short lived, unfortunately. Um, but he was playing with them for a while. And he was doing that on top of his other project, which was my previous project, Middle Child. Um, he was doing vocals for that, Dan. And um he just had a lot on his plate. So it was kind of hard to kind of force like not force him, but like convince him. And then we showed him what we were working on. And I think he was yeah. Pretty gun ho, and then curse body fell through. So he was like, "Yeah, I got more time." <laughs> yeah. So all right, let's send it. I think he was doing all three at one point, right? I believe. Yeah, but we weren't one. really playing shows. Yeah, we weren't playing though, shows. We were know? just putting stuff together. Right. I think he was just like, "Yeah, I'm in," but it wasn't like we weren't show ready or anything. Well, even that, that initial sit down we had with everybody was like nobody wanted to be fully in because they were all doing something else, and then they all went in like hard yeah. and started like actually pushing. That was so surprising to me. I think the biggest surprise to me is like I wasn't expecting much from everybody, and I wasn't even expecting much from us. Like it was a kind of a passion project for us, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Yeah, man, we'll put it together. We'll put it out there. It'll be fun. We'll play yeah. a couple shows." And then all of a sudden, like Austin, Dan, and Josh just went full send on it, and they were like, Austin was writing music left and right. Mm-hmm. Jo- Dan was like, "Hey, when we play in shows, Josh was always around." And uh, I mean, I think he was just afraid that we were going to kick him out. But. Dude, it, well, it got to a point where, you know, I yeah, mean, it was, was like, I'm 100 percent. Yeah. Know, like. So it was just it was weird on how that worked out because I didn't I didn't expect it to be that way. But it's the perfect yeah. storm. Oh, yeah. No, it was awesome. I mean, it just made me feel like we were doing something right then. I think it's because Deadwing, like being in Deadwing is fun, you know, <laughs> like it really is like, really selling it to, him. Y- you know, like. A lot of bands in our genre, you know, have a very serious mantra behind them. 
you know, I mean, hardcore is a very serious genre. You know, you've got feelings of anxiety, you've got feelings of anger, you got feelings of happiness, but in a kind of like a different way. Mm-hmm. And those usually are the big three reasons someone goes to a show and feels connected to this community, um, among other things, of course. But um, I think the coolest thing about being in this band is that all of us are real laid back guys that like to joke around and laugh and, you know, I think giving off that vibe to our fan base and stuff and being funny or what we think is funny. We're actually <laughs> and, not funny at all. You know, but then playing the serious music that really takes a look at like, you know, like an introspective look about, you know, feelings or, you know, a, a external look into like, you know, news media corruption and stuff like that. You know, it, it kind of, it's kind of like the yin and yang, you know, you let the music do the talking about all the serious stuff, but then you got five goofy dudes on stage that, you know, like to laugh and have a good time. So, I mean, Dead Wings just, it's, it's a lot of fun and it gets, you get everything, like the whole, like human experience. I think that reflects on a lot of like how the scenes developed as well, because there's a lot of bands that are like that in our local scene too. Yeah. Like the head high guys are super laid to oh, lay yeah. back, super down to earth, fun dudes. And Malice Strikes guys. Malice Strikes, Madtown guys are fun. Mm-hmm. The Rona guy, or what are they called? Rowan, Rowan. I always screw up. Rona. Is it Rona? Yeah. yeah. So like those guys. Those guys are, are incredible, by the way. Yeah, so good. R-O-H-N-A, go follow them on Instagram. Oh my gosh. So And their posts are great too. Great group of guys. But those are guys who's always having fun. I think I think once people see that, and maybe this is, this is more than you asked here, but once people see like that character of – Come on, put your phone on silent. Sorry, Leaf scored. Oh, God. <laughs> Hockey's important, y'all. Um, but, like, ha- I mean, I think I think you hear this all the time in marketing and, and content creation and anything that you do that's revolving around social media or where you're in front of people is that if you can show that personality and that can be a personality people can connect with, that's going to have the biggest impact. And I think we were able to do that. I, we unintentionally did that. I think we were just like, hey, let's just shit post and have fun with this. No. Sorry for cussing. I don't know what your policy it's on It's okay. Is, I but... put the E on. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Explicit. I've um, learned it's like once it's like three or four like, words. Oh, I'm like, John's on this. So oh, here we go. Yeah, so the E has been on it before we can get it. But um, yeah, it's just like we did that on accident. It ended up working out for us. And it was like, oh, it finally clicks. So like you hear it all the time until you start doing it. You're like, you start being yourself. And you're like, oh, people do like me or yeah. like like what I have to offer. And it, it does so much. Like I think I've been in three projects in the scene. Granted, I think I've definitely produced the best music I've ever done through this project. But um, I, I've noticed that a lot. it's been a lot more received given. And even towards the end of my time with Middle Child, I started realizing that because I was seeing like what Reveal Renew was doing, another legendary band of our area. Um, they, I've watched how they did it things and they're very personable on stage. They're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun online. And, you know, once I saw that, their music's very serious. But mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. It's just how you present yourself and how how much you're willing to let people in on that. And uh, welcome to my TED Talk, you know. That's, That's it. This is this is talk. actually the Dead Talk podcast now. The, so dead, the talk. dead Talk. <laughs> I like that. If we ever start a podcast or something, that'll be what it's called. Dead hey, talk. you know what to do. Dead Talk with Dad Wang. I don't like that part. Dad <laughs> Wang. <laughs> it's stuck in the game. We're chat. all yeah. We're we're all shrivelings. We're all shriveled up. Dad Wangs. Oh god. Well, at least me and McCoy. You're gonna are. have to put two E's on this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Double E's. Like Air Monarchs, double E with. I didn't realize we have two dads in our band. Yes, we do. And a little kid. Warren. Warren's Warren's a little kid. Damn. Oh, we do have another member. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should probably announce that on this podcast. Welcome to Josh's brother, Warren. Yeah. He is now our other Other guitar player. Is he working? Yeah, he's working working right right now. now. Um, But yeah, he... uh, He's officially a part of the crew, which he was one of the original founders yes. of Deadwing, actually. He was supposed to be... In the first iteration. Yeah, the first iteration was interesting. I was supposed to play drums. Yeah. Thank God. Bobby, you were supposed to <laughs> you were supposed to be vocalist still, right? Yeah, I was yes. supposed to be vocalist, okay. but I was also writing guitar. Yes. Warren was also supposed to play guitar. guitar. Trevor, Trevor from, from Malice, Malice Strikes was going to be playing guitar. And Tommy, Tommy Stevens of Encrypted, Encrypted yeah. most recently uh, was going to be playing bass. So that lineup changed a lot. Yeah. Um, well, not really. Two members. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> and you're not I switched drums. instruments, too. Yeah. yeah. Drums. Well, drums isn't my first instrument anyway. I'm not a good drummer. Um, see Northerner demos circa 2014. Um, Don't do it. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, they were really bad. Um you like our tangents, Mike? Are these working for I you? I do. No, I love it. <laughs> I'm really interested in hearing Happy play here? drums. Isn't it great? <laughs> I hate him. No, you don't. You love me. Get out of here. But yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I ended up moving to Michigan and it broke it apart. And out of I, nowhere. Our first our yeah. first practice, our first day. Gotta love ex-girlfriends. Oh gosh, dude. Like literally, <laughs> we're all meeting that day. And he goes, Hey guys, hey boys, I'm not gonna be able to make it. I'm moving back to Michigan. And we're like, What? We're all here. Like Tommy's hung over on my bed, just passed out. Warren and Trevor Trevor's just looking at Warren, like, what is who is this kid? And then I'm over here just like writing. It was an interesting day. Yeah. It was fun though. So yeah, and then uh year or so later i see josh at warp tour i've been sending him music was it warp tour yeah r.i.p because I, I sent you music and i was like hey i want your opinion on this what do you think and i think one of them was um disgrace yeah it was definitely disgrace we kept and uh yeah we were talking and it was during um who set was that during during someone's i can't believe you remember this i, I do, do actually remember this. remember this yeah it was during someone's set which warp tour was this? This wasn't the, the last, last one. one in Tampa. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember like talking to you, and you're like, yo, we could get Deadwing rolling again. And I was like, well, that's a pretty good idea. You know? And then. Uh, was that doing August Burns Red set, maybe? They might have been. I feel like I it was towards know. the end did of the day. Did they play that year? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they play like every year though. Yeah, they're kind of which like, isn't a bad thing. They're I, like I contracted with Warp Tour. Yeah. Same play. with Silverstein. Yeah, Silverstein. <laughs> Florida you know? doesn't show up unless Beartooth and August Burns Red are playing. They didn't go. play that year though, did they? Beartooth? No, Beartooth didn't play yeah, that, didn't year. that year. That was the first time I got to see Inner Shikari, and that was dope. Yeah. I never got to see them live. That was cool. I always wanted to. They were one of those bands like I wouldn't pay, but like I still saw the see old them. Kublai can, you know. Dude, that was bad. I Kublai, hated that. Kublai Khan set? I did not like who I don't think that's a setting for them. I wasn't trying to get beat up. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the honestly Chelsea Grin was my favorite set of that whole night. Chelsea Grin sounded really good. That was so good. Yeah. Sorry, this is a completely different conversation. Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> anyways, yeah, he came up to me. Started with a mixtape. You know, and was like, hey, we can get Deadwing started. You know, he's been writing music. And I was like, 
yeah, let's send it, you know? And yeah. then like, he sent me some demos. And I was like, dang, these are like full. Like he had an album already written. I was like, dang, man, like, let's do this. Because yep. I was a little apprehensive. I was like, I don't know if I want to like start from scratch. He's oh, like, I got to get back on the old horse, you know? <laughs> and he sent me like freaking full album already. And I was like, all right, cool. I think we just only like, just added- a little something I was working on. Yeah, like I think we only added one other song apart from what you sent. I mean, we worked on heavily the songs that you had, but then I think Austin contributed. Dude, I was one. bored. I was a single man living in an apartment. That's all I did was write music and drink beer and watch hockey <laughs> and watch hockey. That's it. Priorities. Yes. Sorry, Mike. You can ask your next question. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. This is why I think you've got two talkers against. The host, you know, against the world. No, this is actually yeah, the second. Cut me off. I mean, you can just, you know, <laughs> and then put your hand up on the screen, tell me to shut oh, up. Oh, true. I forgot there's a raise hand function. Wow. We'll relearn how to use Zoom, y'all. Oh, uh, no. I think this is the first time I've actually done uh, a multi person thing. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So it's, this is nice to have another opinion. I and, wish I would have. And now I'm thinking so, about it. I'm sorry I didn't set up a second microphone because you're just going to have to. You're gonna have to balance the audio between him and I on one. one it's audio. all good. It should be good. It's the power of auditing, editing. Wow, not auditing. I, mm. you know, yeah. That's another episode for another time. Um, but yes. So I wanted to ask about merch. Um, how did you guys kind of get to that? Like, as a band, like agreement wise, or like kind of like, what was like the I don't know what was the goal because I feel like, um, no disrespect and. At this point, I don't care. So I used to be <laughs> in a band called Gloom Child, and it was a solo project turned full band returned to a solo project. And some of the merch ideas were just out there. Like some were cool, but some were just very out there. So I think like how did you all kind of come to it? Like agreed as a whole, or was it already like you or Sean had already said something like, "Hey guys, what do you think of this?" It's like, "Oh cool," We're like eh, because it's primarily yeah, this was like it's kind of. It's kind of a, there, there's a couple of different ways we've gone about that. First, like most of the time, it's usually I'll come up with a design, like, hey guys, what do you guys think of this? And usually it's like to promote a single or something or promote something that we have going on and they'll be about it. Um, the other way we've had it work is that Daniel, our drummer, who we talked about previously, um, he's probably one, one of the guys that I think if he would have just full sent into the creative industry, he would have killed it. He's got ideas like nobody else. Like he's always got great ideas. And so he'd always come to me with like some cool design concepts and then we'd kind of put those in together. But I think for the most part, we all kind of have similar tastes when it comes to that. Like we know, we know what looks good. We know what we, you know, we 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 also got to know what sells, you know, and I think that we've kind of told the line on that to where I think we've played it pretty conservatively so far. We have, you know, ridiculously. Where I mean, we we knew that the shirts were gonna sell to an extent, right? You put the closure album art on it with the the band font. I mean, yeah. that's a classic band shirt, you know. But um, to go more towards what you were saying about uh, Gloomchild having more abstract merch designs, I think that's a good thing sometimes. Well, even, I don't think you guys have... printed designs, did you? No, I think he already had some shirts that were done, but it was just the. It was just the, just the, the band name. Yeah. I think they're, what he was saying was that they were having a hard time deciding what they wanted to oh. choose. Right? So like, we ended up talking about like shoes and jackets. I'm like, whoa, whoa, oh. whoa. Yeah. Well, 
well, so you're talking like whole line. I, I don't know. I think maybe with us, because none of us are really like. Well, so this is actually interesting you bring this up because this is actually a conversation I'm going to have with him afterwards that I had Uh-oh. an idea for. Um, <laughs> because if I will say the one thing that we've lacked on, which is what your main source of income in this industry, you got to go blow your nose. No, I just got this like weird. I hope like, you keep that reflux thing. It was weird. Do you need Tums? This is a combo of the jerky. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, right. <laughs> you might want to cut that part out. Good grief. <laughs> Sorry, having snorting into the. Yeah. Sorry, we just on a line of cocaine. You can't see just, it. Yeah, that's the secret to dead wing. Dead wing. Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> so I will say one of our things with merchandising is that we've actually really done, I don't think, a great job at merchandising. No. Uh, I think every time we've printed, it's always been at the worst times, uh, especially our last batch. Yeah, the that last was, one. That I mean that Whole nobody else got shut down like else two got, weeks after. <laughs> like we literally took forever. Like we finally got this like merch printed for this new single, and uh, we were stoked on it. And then we played one show with them, and that was it. The country shut down, and we haven't played a show since. So like, but we don't do anything to advertise online for that. Yeah, we don't. Have we, we really, we really. The one thing like for this scene, the source of income comes from merchandising and and stuff like that and we just don't and the, the thing is we don't, we don't really do it for money though like we're just kind of hanging having fun yeah. we don't sell our music unless it's like on itunes like you can't do anything about that but like for the most part like we all of our stuff's free you know we sell shirts because we like shirts and we want people to wrap our brand obviously i but. think you're touching on a good thing here with where we're at as a band as in deadwing is that if that's a question for you we can hold off on that no you're good yeah because like think about it we're at best a a local band with a little bit of traction right yeah and so no you don't need to have a ton of merch right now because you're not really like selling out like hotcakes you know so we have a couple designs a couple more conservative designs that are catered to a large audience of people you know um and as we as we grow and our following grows you know um through marketing and whatnot then those things start to sell and then we can start looking into other merch designs and like um the, the abstract that. idea we saw that merch design we need to use from ryan Yep. oh man and so that that's sweet. i think every band when you get to a certain point and you have like a merch line you should have one crazy design and not because it'll sell, but because it gets your eyes. Well, it just makes everything else look better. I'm kidding. I learned that. that <laughs> I'm going to give give credit to Finn McKenty on that one. He's the one that said that, and it makes perfect sense. So this hasn't been talked about at all in our band, but um, I've decided, and he doesn't even know that I'm about to say this, is that uh, for our release for the single, I would I want to do it by the single, I don't, maybe by the album, but I'm going to release. We're going to release an entire clothing line for dead wing but yeah we're gonna talk about that um he doesn't even like he just found out about that just now i'm um, very happy but it's we're gonna Boxer do it no. <laughs> all right maybe not that <laughs> we're not gonna like put nikes dead wing nikes but i have an idea on how we're gonna do this it's just gotta be a new way that we're gonna be Did doing you think merch. I said nikes no oh okay. no i was just i was making it i, I was gonna say probably more like chokers cool. <laughs> chucks yeah um but yeah, no, we're going to do like a couple of different things that I want to like, it's going to be done a little bit differently than we've done merch in the past. 
Um, like I said, that's a conversation we're probably going to have afterwards. I'm about it. Um, but yeah, so look out for that for either the same. I mean, we might put a bunch of stuff out for the merch or for the single that we'll be releasing. Um, hopefully within the next, who knows? Very like, soon. Very I soon. Mean... Very soon. Well, the, the music video is done. Well, no, the music video is not done. It's been shot mostly. We're finishing it this week. And then the track is done. Yeah. It's finished. I have the single back. The master was finished as of yesterday. So it's pretty... if, if Josh is okay with it, because He's I love it. you and I miss you. And I'm so thankful you had us on or are having us on currently. Cause I don't want this to end. I love talking to you. <laughs> um, I will send you the single early. Cool. Yeah. I like that. I've, I think that's been my, my role. As of late, being a being a music nerd, music fan, just talk to the the homies and get the get the uh, inside scoop, scoop. The, the scoop, extra yeah, sprinkles. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I, I mean, mean he, he is like a, he, he might have to learn it anyway. So. He is like a you know like how they have like the honorary sheriffs and stuff. He is like the honorary like dead wing drummer. Yeah, He's dead got wing deputy. We gotta get you a freaking badge, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I yeah, I think one, I guess one way I've really seen you guys differently as a band is like, um, you know, you think of, you know, like Linkin Park or you think of what, which is very out there. Where is this going? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, we're very much uh, Mike Shinoda. Yeah, we're actually on a Linkin Park cut once. Yeah. Wait, wait what? What's a cover band? Like you think Lincoln Park or you know like Justin Bieber, who are like, oh my gosh, like your music saved my life. Like, I know you guys have had conversations with people like that. Um, typically, like a little bit more like the teenage range, um, where like you know some of your songs, like I know um, Frequencies is about like cyberbullying. Or yeah, there we go. Look at me remembering stuff. Heck um, yeah. But just like you know, how does it feel to know that like people have come to you and be like, yo, like your music's like really helps to get me through stuff. You've had yeah quite had, a few yeah it's it's crazy because and I think I was telling I think I was talking to you about this Mike um, one time you know I I played in two Christian bands before this particularly you know faith based bands and I mean we had our moments where we got to talk to people about God and stuff like that that was cool um, but I didn't it never impacted as much as I've already had the impact with Deadwing which has been really cool and. The one thing that I really liked, and I think I shared this one other time with you, um, is that this is the first time that I've actually been able to kind of put myself out there instead of like, like I was out there with my other music based on my perspective of, you know, my faith and all that, but like it never like boiled down to like actual personal attributes and, and like also more like not, not just me, but personal attributes of other people's and stories that I've heard. And this was the first time I kind of like let that out, you know, and, um, the one that I think, you know, I think frequencies is one definitely that I, people have come out to me like, dude, I've, you know, I, I haven't, it, nobody had told me that like, like they said that they'd gone through abusive relationships and it did speak to them on like, yes, I felt that, like, I felt that. Thank you for, you know, addressing this. Um, or that was not, that's Warren, I'm sorry, but for cyberbullying, actually frequencies, not a lot of people have come up to me about frequencies. They just think it's a awesome song but Warren particularly is about physical abuse and mental abuse and 
people say yes I, that's spot on like that's yeah. definitely resonated but the biggest one i get is the song fatherless that we have um well fatherless in october actually october yeah. is another big one um october being like the slowest it's funny when we first put out that album people were like we love October. And I'm like, why? They're like, cause it's so real and raw. And I feel that. And it's exactly how I've felt. And it's like, wow. Um, but fatherless particularly is about, um, it's about a loved one going through um, drug abuse and um, turning their back on the family and committing suicide, um, which had happened to my uncle. Um, we, it's kind of a, it's, it's a mixed bag. Cause the way that the, the, him passing and stuff was interesting, but, um, you know, I very, it's a very raw song for a long time. I could not do that song without crying. It was crazy. Yeah. Cause I don't cry and I never dealt with the emotions for that song, but every time we would even practice it, I would like either choke up. And then like the first time bro, the first time we played that song live, I was like, please, I don't want to cry. And I did not make it through the entire song. Like, I think I, I think I wasn't crying for about 20% of the song. Yeah. Um, and but, but I had people. Yeah, it's like, oh man, this is how I deal with it. But I know that's not the question. I've had people come up to me like, hey, because I talk about the songs before we go into them. Like I, you know, I had one guy who was like, I struggled with abuse for like many, many years for drug abuse, and I'm actually a recovering heroin drug because that was the drug that I referenced in the song. He's like, I'm a recovering heroin addict, and he's like, that spoke to me. He's like, I'm sober. I'm like, thank you for bringing, you know, that to light. And I've had another person that's like, I dealt with this. Like, thank you. This is helping me cope with it. And just some like really awesome moments of people like recognizing it, even in our live sets. Cause a lot of times those live sets, you can't hear nothing, yeah. but like we were able to express it in a way to where people felt comfortable bringing that up to us. And, and it's been, it's been amazing. Honestly, like, oh, okay. It feels like you're doing something right. Like, okay, I should be here doing this. And, and it's that's what this, really rewarding. This type of music's about. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's hardcore roots right there. That's everything that hardcore is, is, you know, it's all about becoming a, becoming a better human, you yeah. know, the problems with society, the problems within the self, you know, and expressing those. Yeah. And having a platform to do that. Yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. And everybody's it, welcome to a hardcore show. I don't care, or at least a Deadwing show. I yeah, can at least speak so. for Deadwing. Everybody's welcome to a Deadwing show. Yeah, so. that's what that's what I love about this community. And um, I always like think like, oh, one day I'll like grow out of it. And I'm just like, it's not a phase, mom. What's that email? <laughs> yeah, email videos that are going by. <laughs> I got your picture. I'm coming with you. Oh gosh, it's true. Yeah, I, I love it. I can't, I don't know. It's just everything about the scene, just from the people you meet to just like everyone kind of reacting in their own way. And, you know, I, I've grown in the art of two-step, so. There you yeah. go. There you go. Cool. I've always I've had grown hard... out of the art of the two-step. <laughs> I, I've been in the scene for so long, I still can barely two-step. But we did, when we were filming a music video, I two-stepped. I was like, yeah. I was like, it, it, looked, <laughs> like, it looked good too i was like it might be in the music video who knows flaunting my two-step yeah no i've I just i've it. gotten too cardio cardiovascularly unfit to do so <laughs> look at me i'm a blob i am a literal blob you just can't see it because my shirt's dark i got ice on the six pack i've got a six pack we, we love that <laughs> so but, I got um, two two final questions for you guys 
So right. question number one, uh, do you guys see yourselves, I mean, obviously the future of shows in the country permitting, um, do you guys see you guys, wow, do you guys see yourselves doing any like live streamer type of bit? You know, if you do like a small show with a couple bands, do like a live stream bit and um, what does dead wing mean to you? And that'll be the be the really big. Are those the two questions, or is that the one those question? Are, those are two. Okay, so to answer the first one, we actually had recently had a conversation about this. A um, couple before some things recently happened, which we're not going to disclose, but nothing bad. It's just like just scheduling things that just don't work right now. Mm-hmm. But um, we were going to do like some kind of small show slash streaming thing, um, but as far as time, it just didn't permit it. And so we actually are in the talks with a friend of mine who runs a studio. Um, I've talked to him about doing something kind of like audio tree live, um, but more of like a, more of a planned thing where we can kind of sit down and, and kind of do it nice. So it's like a live, not a music video, but a but film like pre-programmed. Yeah. Yeah. And so something different, because honestly we were talking like the live streaming thing, it's cool, but everybody's done it now. Yeah. And it's like, it's saturated people are closing it down like facebook won't even allow it anymore right there's certain places you can't do that so we're just like okay we're not going to do that we don't like to hop on trains that everybody's on um we like to take our own train so which yeah. i mean there have been some badass live streams oh, i yeah, mean there definitely have i mean code orange was the first to do it and theirs was absolutely oh gosh, stellar. i mean so we're talking good. big they, budget here but like you know <laughs> i mean it was still it was incredible they set the bar though oh yeah yeah it was really good. but it, and it was good that they did because every other band that followed them had to get close yeah. you know like this is where you want to be if you can get here that's still good. You know? I, I would say the drive-through shows were really cool. Yeah, I never got to go to one, but that whole concept was like: first off, you're helping small business drive, you know, drive, uh, drive-in movie theater. Sorry, not drive-through. Drive. Oh drive yeah, yeah, theaters. yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, big so scale, Beartooth did one. Yeah, yeah. Shows yeah. Steak and Shake. <laughs> yes, <laughs> drive-through. Drive that's through. that's the idea, man. You've you did drive-ins. Deadwing playing the Silver Moon next Saturday. <laughs> No, but uh, Lakeland, Florida. Just kidding. No, but yeah, like drive-in movie theater like shows. That was really cool because those were those were live for the most part, right? Or yeah. were they pre-recorded? Live yeah. steak and shake. I was gonna say I think it was like car stereo type of deal. What's that? The, yeah, so it, it was on the screen like it wasn't like an actual band. No, they set up a stage mm-hmm. in the drive. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it was like through car it was a radio. Live concert, but you were sitting in your car. Oh, yeah, I thought, yeah. on your car or something. You I know? thought they were doing. Oh, I misunderstood I think that. They I thought they were doing. Played it. I thought they were like doing it like it was a no, movie theater. Kind I think of it was. At, well, yeah, it was in a drive-in, but I think they actually played actually that would have been a cool idea doing a movie theater show. Silver Moon off of ninety-two. No, like an actual movie theater. Like you go. Well, it'd be kind of weird. Go to Lakeside and just. No, I yeah. um. Yeah, that, that audio tree idea I've really liked and I've been on board with because, yeah. like, going back to Beartooth again, which I'm a Caleb Shomo fangirl, but um, they did that that stripped-down versions of the songs off of Disease, and they were doing them in, like, almost like a folky country-western-type vibe um, in, like, a, a live room, and it was incredible, you know, different arrangements. I mean, 
but um i've always liked that setting it's always very like homey you know you got like the wood from the studio and stuff like that it looks real pretty we could have done that in grace grace city yeah that would have been cool so uh i i'm on board with it i think that would be really cool for us to do all right what's dead wing to you dead wing to me is that's a loaded question dead wing to me is everything that it's a young redheaded albino stepchild that's what it is a to middle me. red albino i don't know <laughs> you see what i did there? yeah it did um no dead wing to me is everything that i love about like i guess like hanging out with the boys <laughs> you know like everything that i love about having fun right and it's also everything that drives me up the freaking wall about the world and i just want to scream and bash my head into the wall uh. you know the music allows me to get that out so that way i can be mr happy jolly guy when I'm off the stage, you know? So it, it's like I said, like with the yin and yang earlier, you know, it's, it's balance for me. Deadwing is balance for you in a way. That's pretty, in a way. pretty deep, you know, well, it's, 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 it's the yins and yangs of life for me. Wow. You know, that's pretty intense fun and enjoyment. That's uh, just a band for me. With I'm people, kidding. people kidding. like you guys, Dan McCoy, Warren having fun good times jokes laughs and then on stage it's i'm gonna cave freaking someone's face in because i'm pissed off about this and i get well, that that seems like a matter we need to de- dive into that yeah, but I get, to get, I get to get that out in 20 to 25 minutes and then i go back to being mr happy jelly guy yeah fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and i also like playing slamming guitar riffs it's a lot of fun so. For me, it's uh, it's definitely an outlet um, to express myself in a way that I don't get to. I'm not a very expressive person. I mean, I can be, but like for the most part, I'm a pretty. I, I'm more of a listen first, talk. Well, I don't know. I talk a lot too, but um, I don't really get to express myself in a lot of ways, at least in a intimate way, um, like I have got to with our lyrics and stuff. So it's you know it's an outlet there and um, something that I can reach people who I think, you know, are hurting like I have or, or hurting in different ways that I haven't, you know? And so, um, Deadwing, yeah, it's important to me in a lot of ways. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been good. And, so I mean, and deal with a lot of stuff for sure. Especially like as real as mental health is in this world. I, I struggle quite a bit. Um, I know Josh can tell you, I know Josh struggles with it as well. You know, I think that it's an outlet for us for healing as well. Yeah. You know, because you can, you can get that out in a song, you know, even like if I'm, if I'm having a, a rough night or something, had a bad day. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> music is an outlet that I don't, I don't know something about it. It's like the vibe that it gives off or a certain melody or a chord or, or a, a screaming vocal, you know, I mean, like it, really lets you get your thoughts out and and kind of like soothe yourself you know find some peace in whatever you're doing and especially when you get to share that with other people and connect with them like in our song content and stuff like that um or just yo that riff was sick like i mean even that you know like that's still somewhat of a connection it just you know it's it's 
definitely a mental booster, you know? So, and I feel like mental health is sometimes still, even though it's being more accepted, I still feel like sometimes people don't like to talk about it. And I'll be the first to say, if you're ever at a show, you want to talk about something. I mean, I, I'd love to talk, you know, because uh, that stuff's important to talk about, in my opinion. Mike, what is Dead Wing to you? Who, um, no, I like, I think I enjoy in all aspects seeing my friends succeed, but even like doing that within uh, music, I think it's been really cool to see just not in the way things are released, but just how well things are received. And, you know, I think that in regards to like mainstream or whatever, you know, you have people that like bandwagon. Um, but I think in the short time that I've like played a couple shows or like seeing how people react to you guys off of social media, like you guys have freaking loyal people. And I think that's really cool. Like, I think that's very rare um, nowadays in musical society. Um, but yeah, to me, I, it's, it's so weird. Like, I I kind of like usually when I play anything, like I'll learn it and then I'll just kind of dump it. But like even when um, I think I'd gotten to listen to Fatherless before the album dropped, um, I still spin the album regularly. And um, so, you know, shout out to those checks you guys get in the mail. <laughs> hey, Spotify. Well, thanks for listening to it. Spotify is giving us a lot. But yeah, no. Um, even the playlist that you made, uh, Josh. I, I literally, I think two or three times a week, I'll just run it. Just the one with all of my music on it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I was like, I didn't think anybody. Wow. Else I literally have a playlist with like all of the projects I've ever been in. And I just did it because I was like, oh, this will be a good portfolio. Every band's got the diva. Yeah. <laughs> it's just cool to have your music. Like, if you don't listen to your music, that means it, your it music is, isn't good. Right. So it, it, it is good that you listen to your own. Yeah. You know, I do too. I mean, partially because of what I do outside I think you're kind of as an engineer, but I think you're kind of worse with it than I am. Probably. I, I do it though for my own <laughs> ear. You know, I like to share it with people. I definitely do. But I like, I like getting feedback. You're not you know? stoked on the stuff you're making. You're not enjoying. Yeah, what you're making. and I like I like getting feedback, whether that be dude, this is sick, or even if I get like a brutally honest opinion, I'm like, okay, well now I know what not to do. Or Josh is full of shit. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> but no, like, yeah. Oh, uh, I have a PSA real quick. It's cool to wear your own band's merch. Don't let the haters hate. So yeah. Just gonna put that out there because that's a that's a thing. I wouldn't wear a band's merch to their own show though. That's kind of a yeah. Weird move. I mean, if you're a fan wearing that, that's fine. Eh. Like a band wearing if I'm no, if I'm going to see Fit for a King, I'm not gonna wear Fit for a King merch. Why? As you're going to see them. Yeah, it's just cheap. If Mike is going to see Four today, and that's the reason he bought the ticket, well, first I off, would wear my shirt. I can't believe they're playing. Something significant would have to happen for them to have another one-off. Yeah, Besides, Mike Tuck. It's, it's the fan. lack of money. That's how you get them back. That's 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 how Under Oath came back. They realized, oh, we don't make money out of this thing. We got to come. Might back. be a fan of Tuck in Fit for a King, and I so am, therefore though. he wears a Fit for a King shirt. 
So anyway, I love seeing people in dead wing shirts. Please wear them to our shows. That is true. That is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty Fair freaking enough. cool. Fair enough. I guess it's cool. It makes you feel good. You're I'm like, just, oh, cool. I'm My actually music the, makes a difference. You probably should listen to me. I'm super jaded, so don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Always the vocalist, man. Always the vocalist. Vocalist is well, yeah, that's true. Here we go. <laughs> he just started to do it. I've become my own worst enemy. No, no, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Play a song by Liz. I at least help with Loden. Deadwing is real and Deadwing is raw. Yeah. That's us. We, we are Monday Night Raw. We raw dog it. Yep. Mm. <laughs> so much <laughs> editing to do. I know. I'm sorry. I don't even like no, this. And this is a sober, too. This is a sober. Yeah. Well, I don't get drunk. I don't anymore. This. <laughs> That's one thing. Yeah, that's one thing this music's been helping me with and having this guy as a friend and, you know, I'm the worst is that um, I've gotten my I've gotten my drinking under control. I used to abuse alcohol quite a bit and um, I can now drink one cider and be perfectly content and have a glass of water after. So what a man. I cannot say that about me and Dr. Pepper. We're getting there. Dude, me and LaCroix, problem. but at least LaCroix has no calories. Oh, That's been my substitute, and I love it. Warren's the same way with Doc Pepper, though. Oh, you yeah. saw that first I'm going to get Mike. him on the LaCroix train. Like, why would you give me 23 flavors and then have me go from 23 to zero? I want to give you 23 flavors of LaCroix. But you I feel like they're all going to taste the same. 1% no, battery. They're going to taste different. <laughs> Driving beside a strawberry truck and lemon on 1% battery are two different things, Mr. Talk. <laughs> it touched a lemon. Gosh. Anyways, that's what Deadwing is to us. Love that. So, yeah, you guys can listen to Deadwing on all streaming platforms. Please. I think the top two platforms you get money are Apple Music and Tidal. I think. Yeah, I mean, so, we don't care about that too much. If you guys go on, I'm just, I'm doing what I want to help you guys. Okay, okay? all right. I care about so, people listening to us. Yeah, like I don't so care about guys... people buying our music because <laughs> it's free pretty much now. So, yeah. um, right. don't buy the record, but you already subscribe to your streaming services to listen to every time I die's new singles. So, while you're there, you may as well just keep your eyes peeled for the new Deadwing single. Which can Love I leave? The Make sure you hit that follow button. New single is going to be titled Hive Mind. It's coming soon. Yeah. Hopefully, I like that. March, maybe. Yeah, maybe. probably. Probably, probably March. March. Probably early March. Yeah. It'll be the year of the quarantine. Year of the quarantine. That's what we should call the album. Year of the quarantine. I'm kidding. That's, yeah. I don't know how crazy about that. But anyways, <laughs> continue with your outro. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> Feel free to follow them on uh, at Deadwing Florida, Deadwing FL. Or you can also follow, uh, it's a DW Recordings now. Uh, yes, DW yeah. underscore recordings because it wouldn't let me do it as one word or something. I don't know, but yeah, that's my uh, that's my personal studio page, DW recordings, uh, Deadwing recordings, um, where you'll get to see me record Deadwing, Deadwing <laughs> and um, another band that I'm working with from Michigan called Fatal Conceit right now. Um, so they're kind of like more of like a hard rock outfit, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, shout out Tim. My uh, my buddy Tim Martouche, that's his band. Solid and, dude. Um, yeah, definitely a solid dude. Very incredible guitar player. But um, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with their stuff. So if you guys like to see like behind the scenes stuff of me mixing and you know doing 
stuff like that, then that's the uh, that's the Instagram page for you. Come watch the grind. Mm-hmm. And if you like memes and funny stuff and pictures of swirls, go on um, the Deadwing page. Swirls. <laughs> I think you said squirrels. 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 No, swirls. Swirlies. Swirlies. Well, spirals. Speaking of squirrels, I guess this will be my random interjection of the night. Um, yes. I had I probably had the most Florida interaction tonight. So um, I was packing up from church, getting ready to head over. I'm putting my stuff in the car, and a raccoon is like walking in the parking lot, and it stops. And because I was like, "Oh, it's a big cat," and I was like, "Wait, nope, that's no cat." <laughs> and it stops and makes eye contact with me for like a good 10, 15 seconds. I'm just like, "I don't have food. Like, whatever you need, like I'll give you my laptop. Just don't, don't hurt me, man." <laughs> Held up by a raccoon. <laughs> But he just like stared at me, and they just went going on his life. I was like, "Wow, that was a uh, was intimidating." I'm not gonna lie. He thought you were a cat, and then realized you weren't. <laughs> hey, you're a weird looking cat. <laughs> Have a good day. Okay, trash pandas. Hey, <laughs> got any grapes? Got any grapes? <laughs> oh, classic. Good stuff. Yeah. So episode. Say you ran into an alligator or something and had a conversation with him. Or something. <laughs> Isn't that what you guys do? So on the you're more, you're more Florida man than we are. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Anyways, go on. My born raised. No, you're good. I was gonna say next episode we're just gonna talk about Florida and memes. I'm totally That's, Florida. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'd have a lot of fun on that. Be great. So get your get your meme. We're in Polk or... County right now. This is this is prime Florida man territory. Here, yeah, territory. Pretty, pretty Florida man. We, we are next to the Florida man's lair. <laughs> Rumor <laughs> has it. Going to have dessert with. Was it the lady with the pet alligator? She damn drove past behind her the other day. You know the lady that has a <laughs> pet alligator. I You've seen most that? ladies have pet alligators here. Uh, well, I should yeah, just be concerned. He was on the news. Doesn't Florida Florida never gave me my free alligator when I came here? <laughs> oh, you need to go by the the, the the border patrol people. Yeah, you have to register. Uh, yeah, you have to register. Department of Agriculture. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when you get your uh, your gun permit, you get your alligator it's right there. Yep, I heard That's when you get door. down here, you get you get a case of Bud Light, an alligator, and an AR-15. Actually, it's no high lie. We changed it. Wow. Getting classy down getting here, classy. I tell you. <laughs> the Democrats must have had something to say about that. <laughs> and that's how political Deadwing is. Oh, I'm but sorry. speaking of um, social, like the complete opposite. What? Of social, you can now follow the Florida Artist Lounge on Instagram. Um, hey. <laughs> I follow them. I think you literally just you just clipped, which is great. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm, the wealth. I'm getting a noise complaint, I think. <laughs> so it's at underscore FL Artist Lounge. Because for some reason, like Sean said, I couldn't just put it regular. So yeah, that is uh that's how you can keep up with all the postings. I'll try and keep everything updated as best as possible. So be prepared for at least the next couple weeks. There will be spam. And then yeah, we'll be uh we'll be live and loaded. Yo yeah, yo. Yeah. Sweet. Well, this has been an amazing episode. Thanks, guys, for being part of it. And I'm excited for the next feature because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's always fun, Mike. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're honored to be here, man. Always. I want to see you soon, boo. I miss you. 
I miss you. I wish I, I need to develop a saying because I was like, take care. And I was like, that's your thing. You too. What's his face from Fit for a King already took get tucked because I was going to say that's you true. could say that at the end, but. Uh, well, tuck an A. Tuck out. Sometimes you just don't. Get the tuck out. Sometimes just don't give a tuck. I don't know. I don't know. I like tuck that. It. Tuck it. Yeah, uh, that sounds. Nah, that doesn't sound PC. That, yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you do I mean, drag. it sounds pretty Mac to me. Yeah. Um, I'll see my way out. But yeah, thanks for hanging out, guys. This has been the Florida Artist Lounge with Deadwing. So again, check their music or get kicked in the face. And um, yeah, this is it. So we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Woo!